0: I'm David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday as Israel's war in Gaza continues. Israel's Prime Minister has called again for his military to take control of a corridor between the Gaza Strip and Egypt. The ongoing bombardment of Gaza has destroyed more than 70% of homes there. And Israel killed more children in the occupied West Bank in 2023 than any year on record. It's Sunday, December 31st. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 2 p.m. in Gaza, and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. Israel has said it wants to take control of the entire border area between Gaza and Egypt, as it signals the war is nowhere near an end. On Saturday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called for his military to control the Philadelphia Corridor, the 14-kilometer border between Palestine and Egypt.
1: The Philadelphia corridor, or to put it more correctly, the southern stoppage point of Gaza must be in our hands. It must be shut. It is clear that any other arrangement would not ensure the demilitarization that we seek.
0: In occupied East Jerusalem, Al Jazeera correspondent Alan Fisher provided some context.
1: This is going to be controversial. Uh, There has been no Israeli control of the Philadelphia Corridor since 2005 when uh, Israel pulled out of the Gaza Strip. The Egyptians were meant to take security control of that crossing, which essentially links Gaza to Egypt. And there should be around 750 troops guarding that. But Israel feels that Egypt Egypt has failed in that that they've managed to get not only Hamas leaders in and out of Gaza, but they've also managed to get weapons in and out of Gaza. This is not a new idea from Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, He mentioned it at a Knesset hearing on the 11th of December. But there will be international concern that he's been thinking about this because of course that would mean having some sort of Israeli presence permanently in Gaza. And that's something that the United States has warned against since the very early days of this war. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu also said that he had no plans to resign. That's even though opinion polls in Israel show that he no longer has the support of the majority of the public in Israel, and many people would like to see a new prime minister.
0: According to the Gaza government media office, more than 300,000 dwellings, more than 70% of Gaza's homes, have been destroyed so far. The war is in its 86th day, with no end in sight. Al Jazeera correspondent Hind Al filed a report from a camp for the displaced in central Gaza.
2: It's totally dark. We're using our own lights to walk through the tents and this is the only way these Palestinians have light and can cook food. It's very cold. Uh, Most of the people do not have winter clothes because when they evacuated from the northern areas and from other areas across of the Gaza Strip, they evacuated without any winter clothes. And at that time, the weather was very warm. Some people do not even have wood and do not have coal and cannot afford it. And they are in the tents, but despite the fact that they are in the tents, they are telling us that the tents are very weak and they do not have a plastic coverage and it's very cold for them inside. All of these people had their houses, had their memories, had all of their belongings, and they were forced to leave everything
0: the United Nations says that Israeli forces killed more Palestinian children in the occupied West Bank in 2023 than in any other year.
2: We have more than 120 Palestinian minors killed by Israeli forces since the beginning of the year. And according to the UNICEF, they say at least 83 Palestinian children have been killed in the past 12 weeks, which makes it double the number of children who were killed in
0: 2022. Al Jazeera correspondent Nida Ibrahim filed this report, speaking with families and friends who have lost loved ones in the city of Jenin. Three children
2: played together here just a couple of weeks ago. Now there's only two. Osama and Jad lost their friend, neighbor, and classmate, Bashar. Only 13 years old, they had dreams and they had plans until an Israeli drone strike killed him on December the 13th. I saw his body on the ground, but couldn't recognize him. When my mom told me it was him, I started crying. He's my dear friend, and he was very close to me.
0: I also cry too. Every time I miss him, I go on TikTok to watch his videos.
2: His sister says he was killed near their home in Jenin, in the north of the occupied West Bank. He was near a group of young men. Israeli forces suspected that they are resistance fighters, but he had nothing to do with anything. A quarter of Palestinian miners killed in the occupied West Bank by Israeli forces this year were from Jenin. The numbers have increased under Israel's attacks since October the 7th. But Israeli soldiers have been accused of opening fire indiscriminately before that.
0: And that's the take for Sunday, December 31st. This episode was produced and mixed by me, David Enders, with Zainab Badr, Miranda Lynn, Amy Walters, Sari Al-Halili, Nagin Oliayi, Chloe K. Lee, Sonia Bagat, Ashish Malhotra, and Khalid Sultan. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan, Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio. Please join us again tomorrow.